One of the most important things you can do in your preaching to ensure that you're a dynamic communicator, a dynamic speaker, is to vary your intensity. You want a balance between intensity and relief. This is gonna make you a better speaker and it's also going to make your communication more powerful when it's done purposefully. In this podcast episode, we're gonna talk about how to balance intensity and relief, what that even looks like, and how you can get this skill, acquire this skill, and it can improve your speaking. If you're new here, this is the Preaching Donkey Podcast. My name is Lane, I am your humble host. I'm so thrilled and humbled that you would stop by to hang out with me today. Cannot wait to get into today's topic. But before we get started, I wanna put something in your hands for free as a way to say thank you for stopping by today. If you go to preachingdonkey.com 21 days, you can pick up my free 21 day guide to creating killer sermons. This is a three week, three step process that will walk you through how to create and deliver a compelling, life-changing message. So whether you've been preaching for a long time and you're looking for some fresh and new ideas, or you're just starting out in your preaching ministry and you're trying to find any resource you can, there's something in here for you. Go to preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days and pick it up there totally for free. So this is an article that originally appeared on my site, Preaching Donkey, why great preachers have a balance of intensity and relief. For your sermon to be most effective, you should have moments of great intensity balanced with moments of relief. Let me explain. I saw an interview with Mel Gibson talking about producing The Passion of the Christ. This was a movie that came out, I think, in 2002. It's been almost 20, I guess 20 years ago, a movie about the crucifixion of Jesus. I'm sure you've heard of it. He said the scenes of Jesus' crucifixion were so intense that he knew he had to, quote, hold the viewer's hand through the movie. This is why the movie goes from scenes of intensity to scenes of relief. One scene might be Jesus being flogged and beaten, followed by another scene that shows him with his mother back in time building a chair. Gibson could have written the movie where it begins intense, remains intense for the entire film, and then ends with great intensity. The problem with that approach is that viewers can only take so much. There has to be a balance of intensity and relief. And this is why if you go back and watch that movie, even though there's parts of it that are incredibly difficult to watch, so painful to watch, there are other parts of it that are woven throughout that add some humanity to the film, that give some, that add to kind of the, the character of the story and all that. And that makes the movie more watchable. It makes it, it makes you able to handle those moments of great intensity while you're seeing Jesus being beaten and crucified because it's balanced with a, a few moments of relief. And I think there's just a lot of wisdom there from the perspective of producing a movie. But the same principle applies to preaching. I once preached a sermon on how to change. The sermon was intense because it dealt with the fallen human condition. I talked about addiction, abuse, pain, hangups, hurts, and everything else in between. The general feel of the sermon was intense. It was heavy. When I finished preaching, uh, when I finished preaching the first of the two services that day, I could not shake the feeling that the sermon needed some relief. It was too heavy. It was overwhelming in a way that wasn't productive. 
I know what some of you are thinking. Wait, heaviness is good, right? Intensity in preaching is good. Some people might say, hey, people need their toes stepped on. Some people will come up to you and say, you really stepped on my toes. Sometimes I need my toes stepped on. That's just the Holy Spirit working on them. I don't deny that some intensity is needed. I don't deny that God can use the heaviness of the moment to move people. And I understand the power of his word to cut through hard hearts and break down barriers. But we are communicating with human beings who need to process that intensity. So the argument that I'm making is that if you want the heaviness, the stepping on the toes, the really intense moments to have any weight, they have to be balanced with moments of relief. If it's just intense, 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 it's not going to have the same effect that you think it will. If your preaching is nothing but intense, then eventually all your words begin to sound the same. If every single word is vitally important, then no words are vitally important. You get the most out of your intensity when it's balanced with relief. In his book, Preaching, The Art of Narrative Exposition, which by the way, I highly recommend, one of my all-time favorite books on preaching uh, by Calvin Miller, he speaks to this concept. He says, Eugene Lowry, in discussing his famous narrative loop, speaks of preachers intentionally letting up on the tension and creating a moment of relief in the tension. Dramatic and passionate preaching may establish a tight bond between preacher and listener, but it doesn't do much for the humanity and relationship that ought to characterize the best conversational style. Only when passion and relief are interchanged and juxtaposed does the sermon achieve its best rapport with the listeners. All scream and no cream is not good preaching, nor is a namby-pamby droning conversational style. The sermon, like life, must come at us in a variety of modes. So he's saying only when passion, intensity, and relief are interchanged and juxtaposed. In other words, they're right next to each other. They're interchanged. It's one minute, it's intense. The next minute, it drops down and there's some relief. And then it's intense again. And all of that is part of what makes a message dynamic. And you can't have all of one and none of the other. So he says, all scream. Like, you're just screaming and no cream. Like, there's nothing to sweeten it. It's just blah is not good preaching. He says, nor is a namby-pamby droning conversational style, which by the way, I love conversational style preaching, but what he's talking about is not what I teach. Droning namby-pamby has never been a part of my conversational style. But what he's saying is, is that if there is no passion, no intensity behind what you're saying, the sermon is going to fall flat. It has to come at us in a variety of modes. Like most things, balance is the key. Raise your voice when you preach is fine. Raising your voice when you preach is fine, but not fine all the time. If a preacher yells every word, eventually there's diminishing returns. Just like if I were to write in all caps, it's exhausting to read because I'm yelling at you, right? Do you know that person who, and their emails, every word is capitalized in every time they write a text, it's all capitalized. I know older people do this. It, it, it comes across like you're just being yelled at. And if every word is capitalized, which word is supposed to be emphasized? I don't know because they're all capitalized. Eventually, you decide that because every word must be important, then effectively no words are important. So what we learn from this is we want to raise our voice. 
and then lower your voice. Increase the pace, slow the pace, pause dramatically, and also keep talking. Use humor, right? And be intense. Just be sure to vary your approach. In my book, Preaching Killer Sermons, I discuss this. There's lots of ways that you can connect with the mind, will, and emotions of your listeners to get this kind of balance. I discuss that in that book. Effective preaching takes into account the complexity of human emotion. It also takes into account the fact that people come in and out of paying attention to you. This is a massive part of preaching, a massive part of public speaking that you have to remember what it's like to be in the audience. You have to remember what it's like to be on the receiving end of a sermon. You don't listen to every single word, right? You don't listen to every single word. There's times where you're daydreaming. There's times where you grab your phone and you think of something and you Google it. There's times where you look over and whisper something to the person next to you. So there's times that you come in and out of paying attention. This is normal, natural, the way it is when you're watching somebody speak. So if people come in and out of paying attention to you, you use moments of intensity and moments of relief to bring them back into paying attention. So save your moments of intensity for when you really need to drive a point home because that's when those people who may not have been listening to you when you were more conversational in your tone, now that you've raised your voice, they might listen. And the same thing is true when you give people relief, they'll respond better because they've had some relief. So when you, when you give people relief and you get more intense, they go, oh, this must be important. He's getting intense. And then when you bring it back down, a lot of times if you're trying to get people who are not paying attention to pay attention, reducing the intensity, taking a moment to pause, there's nothing like silence in a room to get everybody to go, hmm, what's going on? Like everybody's looking at their phone and all of a sudden there's a pause and it's like, wait, what happened, <laughs> right? What did I miss? So sometimes it's not about getting more intense to get their attention. It's about lowering your voice, having more of a pause. These are all things that you can use to be dynamic in your speaking. Great preachers have a balance of intensity and relief. So in your next sermon, as you're preparing, look at where in here does it make sense for me to increase the intensity and plan on that. This is why rehearsing is so important because you don't want this to come across contrived and rehearsed. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is you want to know when you are preparing, where are the moments where it makes sense to bring up the intensity, to really kind of trigger the emotions of the people. Right? We talked about this in a previous episode about ethos, pathos, and logos and how important it is to speak to people's emotions with pathos. So where are the moments we can do that? And then where in the message is maybe the tension a little lighter, right? Where is it going to be a little bit humorous? Where are we going to give people a break? Where and how are we going to kind of hold their hand through the message so that when it's intense, they're paying more attention? because they've had a, a chance to kind of be in this balance with us and the sermon is much more dynamic. Let me know what you think in the comments below. How have you seen this work really well? How maybe have you seen it not work well? What are some things that you can do in your messages to have this balance of intensity and relief? If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment below. I'd love to hear from you. If you're listening on one of the podcast players, leave a review, five stars would be awesome. Don't forget to download 
the Preaching Donkey Guide, the 21-day guide to creating killer sermons over at preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days. Be sure to grab that. Until next time, I'll see you in the next podcast. Remember, if God can speak through a donkey, he can speak through you, and he can speak through me. We'll see you next time here at the Preaching Donkey Podcast. Mm-hmm.